Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Motivate Social Podcast, where we are bringing you people who are changing the world via social media. Now, I'm Dr. Akina Finch, and I can't do what I do without you-know-who, Vanessa Canterbury. How are you doing today, ma'am? I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. I'm excited for you to tell me who we're speaking to today. Oh, my goodness. I have connected with this lady um, a year ago, and to see her on this journey right now is absolutely a fresh of breath air. Um, we, we're not going to delay this, but when you have a vision and to be able to see this vision through and to get to the point of now you're at the finish line of not only doing a book, but an anthology your first time around is absolutely amazing. So let's go ahead and introduce the amazing Tori Hatter-Smith. Are you there, Tori? I'm here. Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure. I cannot wait for part two of hearing the stories and the chapters of the authors that's in the book. And this is a topic that we need to talk about, especially what's going on right now in this world today. And so I want you to go ahead and take a moment to be able to introduce your authors and, and let the audience know what they're getting ready for. Thank you. I have two of the most amazing authors, up and becoming authors and therapists with me tonight. I have Miss Brenda Duncan and Dr. Stacy Pebbles. Oh my God, I can't wait for you guys to hear from them. They have written amazing chapters within this anthology tonight. And my first one I want to bring up is, for the heart of the therapist, is Miss Brenda Duncan. Um, Brenda chapter is on I am just like you. Brenda, why don't you tell us what made you say yes to the anthology, um, The Heart of a Therapist? What made you say yes? Uh, well, thank you for having me on. Um, what, why I did it, it was just to put myself in a uncomfortable uh, spot for me because I'm an introvert. So I usually don't step out of my comfort zone, but um, I thought the opportunity was a great one to take because there might be some other people out there like me, and I wanted to try something new. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, now I want to welcome Dr. Stacy Pebbles to the floor. Dr. Stacy. so what made you say Yes, to the heart of a um, therapist, the anthology. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And I want to just correct you. My last name is pronounced Peebles. Peebles, um, I'm sorry. Not Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am excited to be here. And the reason that I decided to participate, um, two reasons. I love writing. So that's always been a passion and it's always been a love of mine. And I've previously been published um, with research research articles. And so I wanted to kind of do something a little different and also just wanted to be able to share my story and possibly give inspiration to others who may be looking to get into the mental health field. Awesome. Thank you for that. 
And since I already have you um, on the line and speaking, also tell us a little bit about your chapter, being Dr. Stacy. Who is Dr. Stacy? Why Dr. Stacy? Um, how you came up with that? Okay, well, um, being Dr. Stacy is actually the name of my blog. And so I kind of took it from there. And basically my chapter is really kind of just a brief autobiography of my life. So I kind of just talk about my family, my upbringing, the community, um, where I was raised. I'm from Kinlock, it's in St. Louis County, it's next to Ferguson. So I talk a little bit about that. And I focus on that and kind of how that led to my journey, you know, in my profession, because family is really what I'm all about, radiating love, giving off that energy and putting into the universe what you want to give back. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Brenda, tell us a little bit about your chapter. I am just like you. What made you come up with that title? And how, what was the inspiration for your chapter? Okay. Um, uh, the inspiration for uh, my uh, chapter and how I got the name was that my style of practice when I'm talking to my patients is that I try to be uh, um, down to earth. Um, they feel comfortable with me. So I've always, you know, one of the things that always comes out of my mouth when I'm talking to them is that, you know, I'm just like you, you know, uh, talk, went through the same things and stuff like that. So with my chapter, um, I kind of just went on how I got into this field, the journey, because I definitely was not planning on being a therapist. Therapist was nowhere in my radar. Um, I've always wanted to be a doctor. And I just happened to step into this field and it's been my calling. Wow. Interesting. Thank you. I mean, for the most part, I think a lot of us, this is definitely a calling for most of us that's in this field. Um, when it becomes, when it comes to being a therapist, a counselor, um, you have psychologists, psychiatrists. It just depends on which avenue you take. I think we all are called in this field of therapy. So The Heart of a Therapist, everyone, is a book of collaborating authors, collaborating um, therapists that came together to write their stories and how it is we became in the positions we are today. And all of us have different stories and different journeys that has led us this way. So one of the things I want the authors to tell more about is what is what is it they're doing today? What is it they're offering to the field of therapy today? Dr. Stacy, let's start with you. Okay, well, I have over 20 years of experience in the field. My background educationally is social work. So my bachelor's and master's of social work. My PhD is in public policy analysis and administration with a focus on healthcare policy. So um, I started out, you know, social work, case management, and much like Brenda, I really never thought I was going to be a therapist. Even after I got my license and was doing some counseling, private practice really wasn't on my radar. But 
I am now in private practice. I focus on working with women. I consider myself to be an emotional wellness practitioner. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, you know, LCSW. I'm also a certified coach and I'm certified and trained in meditation, mindfulness, and Reiki, which is a Japanese um, healing technique focused on stress reduction and anxiety and healing. So I do that. I'm also a blogger, but um, my clientele is women and I really focus on self-esteem, relationships, stress management, and work-life balance. Amazing. How would the audience get in touch with you? Okay, um, everything is under being Dr. Stacy. So that's actually my website, and it's B-E-I-N-G-D-R-S-T-A-C-Y.com. And again, that's the name of my blog as well. But all of my practice and services are there. Um, they can do an appointment online. So everything is all under their website on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm also um, at being Dr. Stacy. Thank you so much. Brenda, what about you? How did you come in this field? And tell us how to get in touch with you. Tell me about your private practice, what you're doing right now, what's going on in your community, what's your interest? Give me, give it all to me. <laughs> okay. Um, well, how I came into this field, well, I have um, over 10 years experience in mental health. I started when I was um, in my I think my junior year in college and I got my bachelor's in psychology um I social work was nowhere near in my radar um and how I ended up becoming a, a social worker is that the school that I was applying for took too long so I went across the street to the other school and asked what they had <laughs> that was similar to psychology and they told me social work and I, I was able to uh, sign up and start school right away. Um, so that's how I ended up in um, social work. Um, uh, right now, um, I am starting my private practice. Uh, so I'm at the very beginning stages of it. Um, um, hopefully everything is up and running by the end of the year. I just didn't know how, you know, much goes into uh, uh, getting the business off the ground. But um, the I always had uh, uh, empowerment for women as one of my things because of the things that I have went through in my life. But then some of the internships that I had uh uh, went through while I was in school, um, it, it broadened my horizon on different things. So empowerment is definitely my number one thing, but not just for women, but also for men. Um, I love the ages of um, uh, the kids to teenagers. I always feel like maybe I can catch them before, you know, anything goes uh full-blown um but i definitely especially in the climate that we are in right now uh i, I want to make sure that i'm reaching out to you know uh black people in the community 
Uh, a lot of people have told me, you know, if you focus on Black people, your business is not going to go anywhere, things like that. Uh, but um, I'm going to keep the faith and stay on this path uh, because we also need therapy too. That is so true. I have to agree with you on that one. And I want everyone to know, like, both of these therapists, including myself and the other authors that are part of this book, you will get our heart. You will see where each and every one of us is coming from being a part of this um, long journey. This anthology has definitely been a journey for all of us. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping that everyone would purchase The Heart of a Therapist. You will see from different platforms. And as you could tell, like these two young ladies here, they are social workers in the field that's also therapists. Um, and they have a lot to offer. You're gonna enjoy reading their chapters. So please look for it, look for The Heart of a Therapist. And this, it can come at a better time with everything that's going on in the world. Like even in my chapter, my chapter is A Better Me. And it talks about me becoming a better person, a better person in society and what there is to offer. And when you think about therapy, you're thinking about, okay, how I'm gonna help that person become a better them. I've been through therapy myself and it has helped me to get over a lot of hurdles of my life as well. And I want everybody else to be able to experience that. And a lot of times for most of our patients or most of our clients, they don't get that opportunity to learn about their therapist um, and this gives that opportunity to so many people to say, hey, they could relate to me. Um, they've been through some of the things I've been through. So I'm hoping everyone would go out there and purchase the heart of a therapist. Thank you. That was absolutely amazing. I really enjoyed um, the stories behind why they started and why they joined. And I am a believer that sometimes we never had any intentions at all on going in a direction, but sometimes it's something that um, God has directed our path for us. And we just decided to finally answer the call. And what we do is needed. And so I commend both of you ladies of just continue to move forward in what you do because right now is really, really needed. Um, one thing that really caught my attention um, from Brenda, she said, um, that she's an introvert. You will be surprised at how many people are introverts. Um, Dr. Finch is an introvert. I'm an introvert. Tori is an introvert. Um, so they see, 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 everybody's an introvert. Yeah. And with us all being introverts, I'm telling you, it's like, I, I, I'm not biased to anybody else, but we could be the most creative individuals, real, real creative in what we do. And um, it, it takes a lot out of us just being an introvert. But once we get that rhythm going, my goodness, we are on a roll and people will gravitate to us. So I, I'm just so glad to be able to hear that, you know, yes, I'm an introvert. Yes, it takes me a little bit longer, but I'm still here and I still move forward. And it gives somebody else's hope, somebody else hope to know too, once they, you know, they hear in the interviews and dang it she's an introvert, really? That is possible. 
So I, I, I really take my hats off to you ladies for just continuing to move forward in what you thought wasn't your path, but then you say, yes, I'm going to go in this path. So congratulations in that area. Um, my question to each lady is what's your, um, what is your ultimate goal once the book drops? What's that ultimate goal for you? I'll start with you, Brenda. Well, um, my ultimate goal, let's see, well, to, uh, let's see, sell over a million books, um, uh, get therapy uh, out into the masses, especially in the Black community, um, let them know that uh, we do uh, go to therapy. It's not just, you know, for the other people. Um, and hopefully to uh, maybe continue a, a, a newfound relationship that I have with these other authors and come up with something else. Okay, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Always aim high. Absolutely. Next, your Stacy. Okay, I would say, um, you know, basically, kind of along the same lines, to take out some of the stigma. Um, first of all, in asking for or getting therapy, and then to kind of show, you know, that we do represent therapists, because a lot of times you hear there's not a lot of Black people that are therapists. And a lot of times people don't want to go to therapy because they don't want to share their experience with an other. So I'm um, just letting people know that we are out there, you know, and that we do put our heart into this. And we are really wanting to see people heal, be better, and for Black women to kind of get away from this strong black woman superhero stereotype and then the other thing for me would just be you know i i love public speaking um working as an educator training and doing things of that nature so hopefully the book will open up more opportunities for me um to get out there and do more of that as well and uh tori oh I mean, I'm, I'm, my heart is heavy right now, or just grateful because I want to see everybody have a platform. I want to see everybody stepping out of their comfort zone into their new calling um, as authors. Um, but I'm praying and hoping that the book would just open other minds. Like, I'm so in agreement with both Stacy and Brenda right now that it's going to open up more speaking engagement it's going to put us on a whole nother platform than we could even imagine i'm just super excited about where it's going um but this is just giving us as women as therapists um a voice is letting others know that we are there i'm hoping to be able to make um sales after sales but also just being able to say hey therapists are here not only just therapists but african-american female therapists um but we're not the only ones represented in the book but we are the majority in the book and i think that speaks volume for it for itself so i'm excited to see where all of this is going 
I don't have any one goal per se for the book. It's just other than to sell it. But I guess my primary goal is for it to open up other doors and other avenues, not just for me, but everybody that is involved. And that's what I want to see happen. Okay, you've all three have mentioned about sharing with the Black community and being a female Black therapist. For those who don't know uh, the statistics or what have you, can you please explain the significance of this? Mm, Dr. Stacy, I think she would have more, but... Um... Yeah. Well, I can speak not necessarily in terms of like numbers and figures in regards to statistics. I would just say in general, in the black community, therapy is really not a thing. You go to church, you pray about it, you call your mama, you talk to your friends. And then beyond that, it kind of becomes hiding behind, we have to be strong. And so I think sometimes people are not willing to reach out because then you have to step out of this persona that the black woman has it all together. And yes, we are definitely strong because historically we have had to be, but sometimes we need a place where we don't have to do that. And so I think that's one of the main things. I think the other thing is just, you know, as a public policy person, as a social worker, the systems in America have been against us. And there's always been disparities, education, criminal justice, healthcare, and that includes mental health care. And we're always kind of the last ones. And also to piggyback off of it, I don't think we trust very easy. Right. We don't trust. We don't want to sit down and talk. I mean, I work at an inpatient rehab facility. I'm an addiction therapist. So most of my clientele and patient um, there is our white Americans. And I may have have one or two um, African Americans in treatment, but for the most part, we don't go get help. Right. We do not go to get help. And it's sad. It's so Uh sad. And even with all of the community-based organizations out there, we still don't go get help. Because we want to, you know, it's the stigma that's out there. Like mm-hmm. the, yep. the stigma is sad. <laughs> and then we always feel like uh, um, people be in our business. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. You like, you know, it's like going, <laughs> like going to counseling. You like, you want to pick like the earliest time or the the latest time, and you you have on a whole. Uh, outfit so nobody will recognize you trying to go in because god forbid that gets back to to the neighborhood then you know right it's considered being weak in our community yes i remember um at one of my practices i used to have a back door (laughs) for certain clientele to walk through so nobody would see them Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> so yes, this is still there, unfortunately. 
Yeah, and it, I mean, and it's gonna take. I mean, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but hopefully, with you know, uh, uh, more uh, black faces out there, they're able to you know feel a little bit more comfortable because it might be some shared experience that they might not have with a white therapist. So I think, uh, you know, the book is real um, helpful in that, especially everybody talking about their different backgrounds because uh, they might read it and be like, you know, I went through the exact same thing. Let, let me try reaching out to this person. So. Right, I have to agree with that as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if they're anything like me, um, especially, I, well, I can compare it to like going to get my hair done. The first person I look for is the black person. So I, that's why I made sure that when I, I did um, started working on my website and things like that, um, not to be, you know, exclusive to just black people, but I wanted to make sure that uh, I had black people represented on my website so that they know, okay, this this might be somebody that I can come talk to. Oh, I think representation is key. Yes, I have to agree with that. I did that as well. Um, on my website, ebscounseling.com, um, I put out there my picture and all of my contact information. And within the last two weeks, I didn't have people calling me and said, is there any black therapist in your area? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it's been an interesting road, to say the least. Yes. But a, a road that needs to be traveled. Yeah. This has been, been great information. Um, because I agree with you ladies that we need to talk about this more often and people need to understand that we all go through so much in our lives, in our jobs and our personal life that sometimes you just need an outlet. And Mm -hmm. um, I commend you again, just to be able to put your stories in a book, to be able to open up the eyes of people who um, were so blind to see. So I, I am so excited as when this book drop at the end of this month. So with that being said, we thank you, Dr. Finch and I thank you guys so much for sharing your story, being bold enough to um, write it in, a, in an anthology and Tori being a visionary of starting something from nothing and just following through and look what happened. So that is absolutely amazing. Make sure that you guys are following us all over social media, Change Your Minds Online on Facebook and Instagram. And let us know how you are enjoying these um, interviews. Leave us comments because we want to know because we want to keep on bringing you great information that's going to be transformational and also to open up your mindset to look at things differently. And I'm going to go back and pass it back to my amazing co-host, Dr. Akina Finch, because she always fill in what I'm missing because that's what we do here at, um, on our show. So Dr. Finch, take it on over. Thank you, Vanessa. So you can find us on Stitcher, Tuned In, iHeart, Radio, of course, our home spot, Blog Talk Radio. 
uh, Spotify, and many, many more. So please reach out to these wonderful interviewees, these wonderful authors. First off, as soon as the book comes out, make sure you get your copy. And also let them know how this interview went, how it touched you, and how much you learned from them. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this interview tonight. Thank you, everyone, for being a part. And with that being said, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.